Are you tired of spending countless hours in the kitchen every week trying to figure out what to make and constantly overspending on takeout? My guide, Well Prepped, is here to revolutionize your mealtime routine by offering you the perfect solution. Prep once, cook twice, and enjoy delicious, macro-friendly meals all week long. The food struggle is real. You want to eat well-balanced meals that taste good. You want to make most of your meals at home, but don't want to be a slave to your kitchen. You know you should be eating more protein, but don't know how in the world to get it in. You're overwhelmed with just choosing a recipe you have saved, so you end up getting takeout again. Insert well-prepped, a guide I created to take the guesswork out of efficiently making delicious, macro-friendly meals. This guide provides you with eight weeks of recipes. Each week, you'll prep once for 30 minutes, cook twice, and then enjoy eating all week. That's right. The two recipes will make you a total of six meals. I even made Instacart links for all the weekly groceries you'll need so you don't even need to think about grocery shopping. I'm all about saving time, money, and mental energy when it comes to feeding my family healthy meals, and now I get to share that with you. Grab your copy of Well Prepped at aishazaza.com. And from my kitchen to yours, cheers to eating well and being well prepped. Welcome to the Mindset Mile podcast, the show that'll leave you empowered to take action towards becoming the turned up version of your already awesome self. I'm your host, Aisha Zaza, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Mindset Mile podcast. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving wherever you spent it. We were up north in Tracy, California, visiting my family. Had a great time. And now we're back to Santa Barbara. And I'm excited to talk to you today about something that I am super passionate about. But before we dive in, I just want to remind you that if you are a new listener to the podcast, go check out season one. There are some really amazing episodes. Uh, The first 30 episodes of this podcast were designed as a 30-day challenge. Uh, You can learn all about it in the trailer of season one. And if you are coming back to the show from season one, I want to invite you to take a listen to the trailer of season two because it's going to be laid out just slightly differently in terms of how frequently episodes are coming out. But don't worry, we are here to stay and I want to keep building a community around the Mindset Mile challenge and podcast and those who have joined the Facebook group. I'm so happy you're there. Let's talk about discipline today. So discipline is your friend and I know This word for most people makes them tense up. Our aversion to discipline can stem from a number of areas of life, and you're not alone if you want to steer away from things that require discipline, because it often reminds you of a person or a time in your life where you had to do something you didn't necessarily always want to be doing, and you probably had to sacrifice something else that was easier or brought you more joy. It could be an old coach a teacher, a strict parent, even as young as small children. Some were faced with timeouts or a spanking if we pushed back from our parents' instructions. An old basketball coach of mine made this rule clear from the first day of practice. If you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, don't bother coming back. 
It never took more than once of being on time to never not be early again. Because being on time or being late meant running liners or often sitting out games. Nobody likes being benched. Though learning to be on time is a life lesson you know I think everyone needs to learn, whether it's the hard way or not. It's never enjoyable at the time because nobody likes being punished, which is why a lot of us associate discipline with failure. Because in the times where we lacked discipline, the repercussion was punishment-based. Even more, as adults, it doesn't even take someone else to punish us. We punish ourselves for every slip-up, every decision we deem as wrong, every time we mess something up. Like we're gluttons for punishment and fear discipline because of it. Because if we're not disciplined, then it relieves us of the responsibility to show up as the versions of ourselves we desire to become. But today, I want to reframe how we see discipline. Because when discipline is on our side and viewed in a healthy way, we can flourish. I don't know about you, but when I think about times in my life when I was super disciplined, I remember also feeling my best. Out of college, I was working for the state of California in the office of Governor Schwarzenegger. And for the first time in my life, I was waking up at the butt crack of dawn to go to the gym at 5.30. And I know plenty of people wake up at 4, like I'm not trying to beat you in like me waking up early. 5.30 is early for me because if you know me, you know that is not my jam. I love my workouts, but I really do loathe waking up that early to exercise, even to this day. It sucked waking up to my alarm that early, but once I got moving, I did feel great, and I found that it gave me energy throughout my day. I'd come home, I'd go on a walk with my dog, I'd make dinner, get my lunch ready for the next day, and I was in bed early to do it again the next day. Or when I was in junior college for design, I commuted 30 miles to go to school each way. I used my breaks on campus to do my work and study, all the while working 30 hours a week to pay my way through college. It was a lot. But because I didn't have a lot of spare time, I didn't waste any of it that I had. These are early in life references, I know. And I could name a million other examples of how my discipline shifted based on my commitments and stages of life, but you get the point. It feels good when you're knocking things out, making good use of your time and doing things that fulfill a bigger purpose, doesn't it? It's in the times where I had more time or less drive that I wasted more of my own time. I'm not saying life has to be a constant rat race. It doesn't take having huge ambitions or projects or goals to have discipline. But being intentional with how we spend our time is what makes having discipline fulfilling. I often get asked what my favorite running accessories are, and I'd be doing you a disservice by not sharing these with you. They are a new-to-the-show brand, but one I've been wearing for years, which is why I'm so pumped that this episode is brought to you by Gooder. Gooder makes active sunglasses for anyone, and the best part is they are affordable and stylish. I've run hundreds of miles with these sunnies over the years, and I can attest that they are lightweight, comfortable, and don't bounce or slip off your face. They're 100% UV protective and polarized, so they provide the best protection for your eyes and are only $25 a pop, plus free shipping on orders over 50. If you want to run in style or support me in the show, grab a couple pairs for yourself and your friends this year. They make the perfect gift and stocking stuffer. 
Scooter is offering Mindset Mile listeners 15% off by using the code MINDSETMILE. That's 15% off plus free shipping over $50 using code MINDSETMILE. Check them out online at Gooder.com. That's G-O-O-D-R.com. Look good, run Gooder. A couple things that I want to point out about discipline. One is that discipline varies. It varies from person to person, from goal to goal, from season to season. So this means two things. It's absolutely never going to serve you to base how disciplined you are in relation to how someone else is. And it's also not going to serve you to compare how disciplined you are now to how disciplined you used to be. Someone you know may get up at four in the morning to run 10 miles and eat plain chicken and broccoli three times a day. But their goals and schedule and idea of being disciplined does not have to be yours. There's not a textbook definition of how disciplines should look. So comparing what you're doing to practice discipline in your life is just not necessary. Additionally, I think a lot of us compare our current selves and discipline to a time in our life that we hold in the highest regard or try to match the glory days, if you will. We think because we were disciplined in certain ways once before that we need to get back to that same level of discipline. But your circumstances were probably far different than they are now. You may have a baby or a family now. You may work or live in a different place. You may have had a completely different support system then. And the most obvious, you were also younger with likely more energy. You recovered faster or required less sleep to function the same way you do now with more. There are a million ways in which our circumstances differ, So referencing the results of what you were able to accomplish earlier in your life should not be the way you gauge how disciplined you are now. You must calibrate your discipline to reflect your current goals and circumstances because asking too much of yourself is the fast track to shame and a joyless life. I can't think of a time in my life where my expectations of myself were too high that I ever felt proud and accomplished. Which leads me to my next point. Discipline will be your demise without grace. Sometimes showing up and being productive means doing something instead of doing nothing. Like how I used to think that if I couldn't run five miles at a time, I might as well not run because anything less wasn't worth it. So instead of running one or two miles, I would run zero miles. Then I'd wonder why running never got easier or why I didn't enjoy it. Sometimes showing up for yourself means waking up 20 minutes earlier than you're used to, to write out your to-do list for the day, or writing three things you're grateful for. And then when you accomplish one thing instead of the five or the 20 on your list, that you can find joy in the fact that you started your day with intention before the kids got up and managed to get something done instead of nothing. Life is not measured by crushing your daily to-do list. Don't get me wrong, I believe having lofty goals is a great thing, but most of us don't know how to operate with telescopic vision while having microscopic focus. What I mean by that is we set big goals, but then become crippled by them because we undervalue the small daily disciplines it will take to get there. So we give up. Managing your expectations of yourself is one of the most valuable skills you can master. It alone is the discipline I am talking about here. Discipline is not how much you do, 
but with how much you act on purpose. I want to invite you to consider discipline in this new way. That living life with discipline does not need to be one that is rigid and free of joy. Rather, one that is shaped by small intentional structure that maximizes productivity, manages expectations, and fuels priorities with joy. That's a wrap today. If you loved this episode, please share it with a friend or hit me up on Instagram at Aishazaza. I love seeing how much you guys love these episodes, what you're taking away from them. I will see you next time. And until then, make it a great day. 